0: Good afternoon, Joseph. How are you?
1: Good afternoon, Brian Sharifi. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for being here once again. Thank you for allowing me to see your beautiful face once again.
0: Man, thank you for being a wonderful co-host and a part of the Why Not Now podcast. You made it really fun last week, man. I just want to say the fantasy Thanksgiving draft was so much fun.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's probably one of the funniest things that we've done um, this entire podcast. I love the uh, Thanksgiving dinner dish fantasy uh, draft 2020, making an annual thing. I still don't know who won. I mean, all of us had great picks. We had some great plates. So uh, you know, I mean, but a lot of people really enjoyed the uh, the sweet potato casserole and the sweet potato pie because I didn't know that they were two different things. So you actually taught me
0: something last week, Brian. So thank you, sir. Well, Joe, you you always teach me something new. And we all know who came in last place. That was definitely um, myself. I definitely no, I so. did not draft very well. No, you, well I did right. take that fantasy draft. No, no, I, 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 I did poorly. I did poorly. But guess what? I took that fantasy draft and I actually utilized it in our, um, in Justine's family, we had a small get together. And we used it as a way to cook the dishes. So you have to, you get to pick first, you get to pick what you want to cook. The cranberry sauce, let's just say, right? right. The next person, they got to make the stuffing. So we used it in that way, which was really fun. Nice. So thanks for for bringing that that to the table, Yeah,
1: It was a great time hanging out with you and Mike. So, I mean, it was a great time. Yeah,
0: loved it. You know what? Um, As we talked about last week, the takeaway was networking is really one of the big takeaways. Networking is essential to um, growing your business. And your net worth is really based on your network. network is based on your net worth what is it something like that right joe yeah well the next guest that we have today which i'm super excited about one of my dear friends i've known her for five plus years and we've been working together uh collaborating in this partner great partnership for the last three years now is dr crystal Drewinki? am i saying your last name wrong wow i already i'm already messing it up for so (laughs) Sorry. what's that you did a medium job. Okay, okay, it wasn't too bad. Um, Ascent Sports Chiro is her business. She's going to tell us a lot about it. She's going to give us words of wisdom during the pandemic. Um, I know my voice sounds a little down right now, and that's because we're in the purple again, Crystal. Let's just start off with that. The reality is, people are now maybe going to be more fearful of the pandemic. Maybe they should, and of course they should be. Um, but just what are your initial thoughts, kind of coming into Monday today, um, with you know the purple tier?
2: Um, Well, personally, you know, coming back in on a Monday after a holiday, you know, I feel like most people took off a couple of days. Um, It feels great to come into work and to serve people and change their lives. Um, So I feel super fortunate in that respect. Um, But for the most part, throughout the pandemic, you know, I really just try to have people, like, get educated on what's going on, um, how to avoid transmission and disrespect where they are um, with, with, you know, what kind of risks they're willing to take. So while it's not exciting to see these new restrictions come online, um, you know, I'm still open to the public. We are considered essential and you just got to respect people with where they're at.
0: Yeah. Everybody's, you know, in different places and it's just about making people feel safe and letting them know kind of what precautions you're taking and messaging to them where you're at and where the city's at I think is super important. Um, you know, I've, Had the pleasure of working with you for the last three years together with perform for life Um, crystal works out of our hayes valley location and out of our financial district location as well and um you know one of the things i think that that stands out about you is your ability to um really make people feel comfortable which is super essential right now and where does that come from like that you have this like caring nurturing like you almost feel like you want to It makes you feel very comfortable, you know, like very at ease. Where did you get that from?
2: Uh, That's a good question. Um, That's something I really strive to, you know, put out there. That's that's how I'd like to be treated when I'm healing through an injury. Um, You know, when most people come see me, a lot of times they're not in great shape. Maybe they're sustained trauma from like a fall, maybe physical trauma from like another person, um, sports injuries, and they just feel like crap. So in order to get them excited about healing, sometimes it is a process, you know, if we're lucky it's a couple weeks, but a lot of times it's many months, Um, you know, they have to feel that I actually care and like I can motivate them through that journey. So it's, I'm not sure where it comes from, but I consider it essential. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, especially right now, I think that gives you a a big advantage because I mean, people are a little anxious and scared of a lot of things going on. So, and you know, chiropractic care can be scary for some people. Right. A lot of people associate it with getting cracked and getting, getting like twisted and getting, you know, which isn't at all, by the way. It's, there's a lot of different components to it. <laughs> What's that?
2: And it's part of it. But it's
0: part of it, yeah. Um, but it's, it's you know, you make people feel like it's okay. It's going to be fine. You ease them into it. And I think that's super important, especially right now. Um, you know, what has been some some challenges during the pandemic? And Joe, please get in there. Some questions that you got. Um, I know your, your mind's brewing on chiropractic-specific questions here. Um, what are some challenges you've had during the pandemic you know, so far this year as a business owner? Yeah,
2: that's a good question. Um, so I'm in a unique position in that I'm the vice president of the LGBT Chamber of Commerce in San Francisco. So I get a lot of experience talking to many different businesses in San Francisco. Um, and everyone kind of went through the same thing. <laughs> you know, when everything happened in March, everyone kind of like reevaluated what you're doing with your life. <laughs> Um, and I feel like a lot of people, when you hear the news and stuff like that, can be very paralyzing. And you know, they think there's no way I can turn this around. Um, you know, this is out of my control. And you know, it's different for every business. You know, if you have to be shut down um, through the government, like you know, funds run out, I, I get it. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me was just you know, opening my door again and be like, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna open, I'm gonna pivot, I'm gonna serve people. Um, and so. Like I said, being uniquely positioned as the VP of the Chamber of Commerce, talking to all these business owners, seeing what they're doing super motivating. Um, And yeah, I mean, the business wasn't doing great for a couple of months, but then we ended up having our best month ever in um, October.
0: How did that happen? Like, what's the transition from May when you're deemed essential and you could open all the way through October? What What were some things that were like, you know, what, what good happened there to get you to the point where you had the best month ever in October?
2: So I had to take on some new skill sets. Um, we did, uh, I did more telehealth sessions, which is something I was not a fan of at all. Um, and just really new marketing techniques, techniques I never would have employed before. Um, I got educated on them and then implemented it. And that was, that was the biggest thing. Because uh, in, you know, in the before times, I would often go on site to businesses and do. Um, health talks and attract people that way um but yeah the marketing you got to change it up completely
0: yeah you know one of the things that's remarkable about you is that you have a good balance of being a practitioner technician in the way you go about your service i mean your actual applied skills and what you do but also you have the business acumen to really balance it out as a um, solopreneur as a right um, having your own business and you know really doing it all you do have a small team um, but I mean for the most part you're able to kind of do the marketing do all the different components to run your business um, and how'd you learn that like what are some key takeaways for you know everybody tuning in right now to um, help you get get those skills to be your own um, boss
2: um, so I do surround myself with a lot of small business owners yourself included so I'm going to text you <laughs> <laughs> and ask, um, and then yeah, being a part of the local chamber, being in other networking groups, you know, if you get to make, if you make relationships with these people, they, everyone wants to help each other succeed. Um, so you know, we, you know, that I'm in a B&I group, and so every week I meet with these people. We talk about business. We talk about what people are doing, how they're doing it. Um, a lot of times they give me free advice because you know they want to see me succeed in my business. So it's. Um, really just making business the relationships with other small business owners, I
0: think. It's what you do with the information, right, or the advice. And it's not really getting it, but it's what you do with it. And how do you choose what you decide to, like, try or not? Do you just, just try different marketing te- te- techniques out to get more leads? Or do yeah, you mean, how do yeah, you go I've about
2: tried, it? I've tried a lot of different things. Um, and, you know, I'll ask other people what their experience was with it. And then you just try it and see if it, <laughs> see if it works. Um, you know, another thing that's happened through the pandemic is we started getting a ton of referrals from existing patients. And, you know, I can't really explain why that just bumped up in October either. So it's a lot of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times in business, it's, it's hard to explain, at least for me, um, you know, how, how, how it's all working, but you just, you got to keep trying new things and see if it works.
0: And bingo. I think that's, the takeaway for today's show is referrals. I think that you have one of the best referral ability, referral business abilities I've ever seen. Majority of your business is from referrals, right? Maybe not during the pandemic, but it's been a big part of the pandemic, pandemic as well, right? Um, but you've always been able to gather more and more referrals, and that's a testament to your ability to do business um, in, in your craft as a chiropractor. But tell us about referrals and why they're so powerful in uh, being a small business, especially right now, because for us, like we cut our ad spend, we, you know, we had to cut back on a lot of things and really everything right now is referrals. It's the only way we can really stay in business.
2: Yeah. Long-term, you know, spending money on advertising, you're going to get a different type of person that you're going to work with. Um, when I get someone from a referral, then that person is already excited to work with me because I worked with their friend and now they're like lifting barbells again or playing basketball and they're super stoked and they're like oh my god I want that um and so they walk in the door they're already ready to work with you um and I think the way that I'm I can cultivate that is I'm friends with pretty much all of my clients I I treat them as I would somebody I'm hanging out with um most people if they know me they know I can be a little shy at times but I'm extremely (laughs) extroverted I love being around people um so I think, I think that
0: has a lot to do with it. So the next podcast, we're going to see the the crazy side of you. <laughs> the next time we have you on, right? we're going to see the extroverted side of Crystal. Uh, if you guys are ready for that. Um, you know, Joe and I, when we initially launched this, one of the big topics we thought of was um, self-care. Remember, Joe? Our very first episode, which is Joe and I, and we're kind of reflecting on, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly of the pandemic. And one of the things that stood out to both of us is like, self-care is really important especially now like this whole wellness thing has been bigger than ever people realize i mean they're either not taking care of themselves or they're taking care of themselves a lot because they're realizing how important it is i think i mean tell me if i'm wrong i think self-care has been positioned in a way to support your business and you're a central part of that right is taking care recovery pain management but it's more than that those two things are really important but i think it's a lot of it is just like Giving yourself a little treatment sometimes right is what people need to get through all this mental stuff that's going on right tell us a little more about that
2: i agree with that you know i have some clients that come in with ac separations or they have um, labrum tears in their hip but i have other people who just acknowledge that health is important (laughs) and are looking to take better care of themselves so it's easy for me to assess someone and see how their body is functioning and do interventions from the get-go to avoid degeneration and injuries down the road. So I think one thing that's really shifted for me during the pandemic when I'm working with people is yeah, they get the palliative, you know, the passive manual therapy, but I'm also trying to like teach them something at every session that they can, you know, keep with them and use even if they never see me again. Um, so, So, yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like beyond the actual treatment. It's what are you doing outside of it? How do you give them reminders to take care of themselves so that they're better off next you. time we see you?
2: Especially if they're not, you know, since we're all not moving so much. You know, when I first started seeing people in April, May, and June, everybody was so messed up because no one <laughs> was
0: doing anything. Anything, yeah.
2: Um, and now when they come in, yeah, I try to give them exercises and things to do. So when they come and see me again, we're, you know, we're going – getting their injury you know going up in a positive direction i don't want to just you know spin the wheels and keep people in the same state um, forever it's, it's not fun it's not fun for
1: me it's not fun for them <laughs> no and joe have you ever had chiropractic care i've never had chiropractic care um but one thing one question i have is what is the difference between like chiropractic care and like going to like a masseuse or something like that like the working out a kink you know what i mean
2: No, that's fair. Um, so I can do, I do a lot of, um, soft tissue work, like different techniques, um, like Raston scraping all kinds of stuff, but usually it's more focused on like maybe a shoulder or, you know, we're working on the ankle, like for an injury.
0: If somebody wants like
2: a full body massage, um, then they would see more of a masseuse or massage therapist. And I refer to massage therapists consistently. Um, it definitely helps me with my job just the way I also like to refer to acupuncturists or I prefer if they work with a, a personal trainer um, just because you know what we're doing alone isn't going to undo years and years of you know poor posture habits mm-hmm. uh, or stress <laughs> So they work well on tandem um, and my care is more like pointed to a specific injury or deficiency
1: what kind of things do you need people, like what, if yeah, you Crystal refer someone a acupuncture, right. what do you, like what, how do you refer a person to a- acupuncture? Like what symptoms do they need to be showing to be referred to an acupuncturist?
2: It varies. Uh, if I'm working with somebody that's had knee pain for 10 years and they're in their late 60s and we've reached a plateau in our progress, I'm gonna start referring out either for MRIs or like other therapies to get that, like just like a novel stimulus for the tissue. Sometimes that boosts us up to the next level of of, um, healing. And then personally, you know, someone's extremely stressed or they have like a history of trauma. I also refer to acupuncture. um, I personally go get acupuncture at least once a month for stress. um, And it calms everything down. Because I have to take good care of myself too. You know, if I'm stressed out, I can't help other people. So um, I get adjusted regularly. I work out, massage, acupuncture.
0: Yes, yeah, so one of those takeaways from, I mean, the, that this episode, taking away that re- power of referrals, I think one of the things that's critical is you position yourself with other practitioners or professionals, depending on what field you're in, to refer business to each other. Right, Crystal? That's one of the big things that you do is you work with a, you know, a sports medicine team of different acupuncturists, massage therapists, where you help each other out depending on what their expertise is. And then you get referrals back because you refer other people. So I think it's it's important to work like in that way um, in order to get more referrals. It's, it's it's huge. Well, it's
2: it's great for the patient or the client. You know, if they've had chronic pain for decades, it's, it's it takes effort. <laughs> it takes
0: a lot of people too. It's not just one person. I mean, a lot of times you can do a lot of things and solve their issues, but everybody has different specialties and needs, right?
2: One, if you know, you refer them to someone and you help them achieve that end result? Like that's you know, that's super powerful. So yeah, it's another reason
1: networking is important. Has there been a way that you've decided to market differently since um, the pandemic started? Because you're a very hands-on, but that's your business, putting your hands on people right now we're being told not to touch people like at all. So wh- how are you mar- how has your marketing strategy changed since? The pandemic started?
2: Uh, so the big thing is, I did, uh, I did a lot of Facebook advertising for a month. Um, so that had, that got the word out there a ton. Um, but then we stopped just because um, the capacity to see new patients kind of decreased. Well, other than that, like, I'm still networking, I go to at least one networking meeting a week. Um, I network with my local chamber, you know, I'm the vice president of the chamber. So I volunteer a lot of my time a lot of it includes reaching out to our members, getting them involved in some of our programs, um, which enables me to meet other people via Zoom. Um, so I probably have one to two one-on-one Zoom calls with um, small business owners a week.
0: So that way I'm just,
2: I'm always meeting people, finding out what they do, um, seeing if I can refer them. You know, some of my clients are my friends, if I think they're, you know, they have a quality business. So a lot of it's still the same. We're just, you know, on this lovely screen.
1: And are you wearing, like, face masks? Are your clients wearing face masks? Are you, like, wiping them down with hand sanitizer as, like, massage oil before? How does it work?
2: Yeah, we spray everyone down with hand
1: sanitizer. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, no, it's, it's changed. I can only see a certain amount of patients a day now. We try mm-hmm. to take people out so there's time in between each patient. Um, we always wiped everything down, but now, you know, instead of using the the green friendly wipes, these the ones recommended by the CDC. Mm. Um, I wear masks. Patients are required to wear masks and then they are required to fill out a survey before they come in as well, which kind of just helps them stop and think, like, hey, have I been doing anything silly? Have, I not, do I feel well?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes,
2: we'll get an email or a text and someone's like, you know, I have a cough. I think it's just allergies. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Just stay home. Like, so mm. I'm lucky in that. You know, we're not a five-volume office, um, so it's, it's easy to kind of, you know, keep track of everyone and make sure we're providing the, the safest environment possible.
0: I've personally seen Crystal, what, three times, I think, during the pandemic, and w- which was huge, just getting a reset, and everything she did was um, made me feel really safe, and um, she followed all the protocols, the T, and it was a great experience overall. Um, as we wrap things up, Crystal, why is it the best time to you know, revamp your business, um, you know, evolve it, pivot, start one if you've always wanted to? Why is now the best time? Uh,
2: well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that there's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I think when I got the idea to start my own business, i just did one thing every day until i was able to open it um so it can seem like this you know this crazy thing that you know um seems impossible to do but if you just start doing one thing a day it'll just happen things will start coming together and honestly opening my own business was the best decision i've ever made you know the most comforting comforting thing for me when the pandemic hit is that you no know, i'm the one that gets to put the protocols in place it's it's very creative you know you can change what your services are and evolve and adapt so it's, it's a very creative experiences experience which brings me a lot of fulfillment um, in the way that I serve people and people people need services you know they need people to become you know be innovative and provide services and um, self-care things for people to have in their lives so I, I think now is as, as good as time as any if not a better one um, to get out there and do it
0: Make sure you go out there and support your local small businesses. Um, Exactly. Thank you, Crystal, for your time. Any last words for you, Joe?
1: Yeah, just like really quickly. If someone is experiencing back pain, I sometimes just sleep in a funny position. I don't know if I need to go see a masseuse, a chiropractor, roll it out, use a massage gun myself. What are some things, what what kind of symptoms do you need to have in order to, that you would refer someone to a chiropractor?
2: Um, so chiropractic is a great tool. Um, you know, I I work with people who have herniated discs all the way up to people who like think they're fine, but maybe just want an assessment. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell people, you know, I'm not sure if I can help them or improve their health, but if I do the assessment that will tell me, you know, if I can help. So, um, even if it's minor back pain, a lot of times it's a lot easier to fix it when it's something very minute. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you're feeling well and you just want to take better care of yourself or have decreased stress, that's, that's still a good time to see a chiropractor.
0: Awesome. Um, how do we find you? How do, how do listeners find you if they want to work with you?
2: That's a, What's another, the best
0: way to contact you?
2: I'm on the internet. Uh, you can find my website at thesetsportschiro.com. And then I post on IG fairly regularly, um, and that's at Cairo on Instagram.
0: There you go, well thank you so much Crystal. And as always remember, why not now?